It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Washington Football Team, your host of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, David Harrison and Chris Russell, joining you here, brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Welcome to today's episode, returning listeners and new listeners. If you haven't already, please click the subscribe button, rate and review the show. It'll help other fans of the franchise find this show just like you did when we're not hosting this show. You can find Chris over the Team 983 to 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, and on the Radio.com app and covering your Washington football team on SI.com. You can find me over the Locked On Bucks podcast covering the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers there, as well as in writing at BucksNation.com for SB Nation. On Twitter, find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82 and find the show at LockedWFTPod. Chris, we almost made it half a week without Dan Snyder news, but uh, it couldn't be a week covering the Washington football team if there wasn't something Dan Snyder related. So uh, some big news coming out on Wednesday. Yeah, welcome to the grind. Welcome to what I've been dealing with for uh, the last 13 years. It never, ever, ever ends. So basically, just to catch everybody up, and it is a significant move, uh, the NFL Finance Committee Uh, which, you know, of course, is a subcommittee of NFL owners and and people that, of course, lawyers and and, and financial experts and whatever uh, that work for the league. They approved a plan for Dan Snyder to borrow more than the league's maximum debt allowed marker in order to buy the remaining 40.5% of the team from the three-headed monster of Dwight Shar. Bob Rothman and Fred Smith. And basically what this is going to lead to is Dan Snyder and his family, his mom and his daughter, uh, not, I'm sorry, his mom and his sister are going to own 100% of the Washington football team. Once the league and the ownership group, presumably next week, David approves it with, I believe it's three quarters majority. And essentially the nuts and bolts are because the 40.5% stake that Dan is buying uh, did not have voting privileges and was not a majority share, they're valuing it way, 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 way less uh, than Forbes was valuing the franchise, which was at about 3.5 million, which would have put the 40% or 40.5 at roughly 1.4 billion. And Dan is basically going to pay just shy of, I think, 900 million uh, in order to complete this purchase and take it off the hands of those three owners. They go on their merry way, they get their money, and Dan gets, again, full control, full operation, full ownership. Uh, of the organization. So that's the, the the long story explanation. The short story view is this is like the worst possible solution 
in terms of Washington football fans that I talked to. And I don't know what you saw on Twitter on Wednesday. Uh, fans are not happy, obviously. The women that bravely came forward and, and, and talked to Beth Wilkinson and have um, talked to the Washington Post, they are obviously very upset because this basically means without guaranteeing it that Dan Snyder is staying and not being forced out of ownership. Yeah, and this is uh, this is not a result that I expected to see, and I don't know how many other people uh, feel that same way. But yeah, I, I saw a lot of the same things you did—a lot of disappointment, a lot of some anger. In fact, um, I saw some comments that say that well, if there goes any chance this franchise had of ever being great again. Um, so that's you know that's how how serious some people are taking it, and and you know it, it's it's kind of a two there's there's kind of two lanes to this whole thing, right? Because there are the the reports and what we think we know and kind of what we feel like we know and then there's the the facts of the investigation and you know having had a law enforcement role for you know the the first 20 years of my adult life uh we, we've all heard the the cliche but it really is very it, it rings very true in a lot of situations that it's not what you know it's what you can prove so that comes in to to factor as well but you know i definitely didn't come into this and i remember we talked about this situation when i first joined the show you know kind of seeing this whole thing kind of develop as an outsider and then now kind of getting into it as it's coming to this point i never imagined a world where this whole thing could come to a head and dan snyder actually has more power than he had beforehand and mm -hmm. that definitely looks like it's it's at least in the cards i don't know if it's guaranteed necessarily but at least looks like it's in the cards and it's you know, when, when you have a league like the NFL that has done, you know, all these 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 ad campaigns and these partnerships and these these programs to to expand, you know, the influence of of women in sports and girls in, in flag football. And you've got, you know, teams like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out there hosting the, the largest uh, girls flag football tournament, mm -hmm. you know, in, in Florida during the COVID and getting it done healthy and everybody getting in there safely and doing it the right way. I mean. It's just it's it's like one step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back. It kind of depends on how heavily you weigh all this stuff, but it's going to be really hard for the NFL if this happens when the next you know sexual harassment you know scandal breaks or the next you know issue happens for them to say we support women in, in sports and and all this stuff and even just from a general you know employee safety standpoint, it's just it's going to be a really hard pill to swallow. Uh, for the NFL and then the silence right now from the NFL and Roger Goodell is is even worse to be honest with you yeah and and like you said there's been a, a strong women's movement not only in the fan base of the NFL but in terms of women in coaching positions and executive type positions uh, and and we saw the impact of Julie Donaldson here and uh, Julie Andreef Jensen uh, who was hired by Jason Wright um, so the bottom line is, is it, it's going to be dis. I mean, it, it is frustrating and disappointing to a lot of people that Dan Snyder is seemingly only uh, growing in power, like you said. Now, the NFL, just real quickly, has said that this situation has nothing to do with the Beth Wilkinson investigation, but people are already uh, doing the, the math here in two and two seems, seems to equal four. All right, we'll have more on this coming up in the Locked on Washington football team podcast, plus where a current member of the Washington football team is visiting and a now former member of the Washington football team finding a new home. But first, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. We're here for our friends at rockauto.com. We've been telling you forever 
whether you have a foreign model or a domestic, an old or a new car, whether you need a major or a minor part, there's only one place that you should go. And actually you don't have to go anywhere, right? You don't have to leave your home. You can be wherever you want in the comfort of your own home and still get your shopping done, get all the parts your car and truck is going to need and do it for the right price at rockauto.com. That's right, they're a family business. They have everything you could possibly need and ask for, again, no matter what kind of part you need for your car or truck. And they're not gonna upcharge you because they don't know you. rockauto.com, family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop, again, for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers easy to find, whether it's engine control modules or brake parts or something, even vanity like new carpet. Whatever you need, go to rockauto.com and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for ever now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Trust us, I have them all the time. David enjoys them as well. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness, baby, Dickie V style. All right, anyway. Uh, so the matchup today, David, is mint brownie versus coconut puff. Now, I've been doing this podcast with you long enough to know that coconut is not your favorite flavor of choice it absolutely is not and uh you know, i will say though that coconut puff actually not a bad bar in its own right but mint brownie is the og i mean going back to the old formula of built bars mint brownie was one of the best flavors now the new formula of built bars that they released in august kind of in sync with the nfl season it's still one of the best out there so it's it's got to be mint brownie by a, by a mile yeah, I, I gotta say, I have a box of mint brownies still in my car that I keep in there, not because I want them to melt or rot away, no, because I need them when I'm on the road because that's when I wanna eat something bad. And the mint brownie built bar helps me stay on track and it can help you as well. Go to builtbar.com or on Twitter at bar underscore built, at bar underscore built. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 when you go to builtbar.com to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar in all the land. Second two here at the Locked On Washington football team podcast. And when you're done listening to today's episode, check out Locked On Today, where you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with host Peter Bukowski updating you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. David Harrison, Chris Russell coming back for this midweek ed edition of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. And Chris, you kind of alluded to it. Uh, before the break, but we've got news with uh, one locked in now former Washington football team member and one potential departure as Ryan Kerrigan visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, this one doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, David, if I'm being honest with you now. 
I say that because Ryan Kerrigan repeatedly said over and over again, anytime we asked him this year via Zoom, and, you know, again, you can maybe lose some context in that regard, that his most important thing that he was looking for was not to win, it was to start. So from that standpoint, Cincinnati makes some sense because they've lost a couple of guys. Uh, they cut Geno Atkins, even though it's not the same position. They traded away Carlos Dunlop uh, last year to Seattle. They lost some other pieces besides William Jackson III in terms of pass rushers. I think there's a smart starting spot open for Kerrigan, so it makes sense in that regard. But I got a question for you, David. If you're Ryan Kerrigan and you've played for one of the most dysfunctional franchises in, in all of sports for the last 10 years, is it worth it for you to be a starter and play 800 plus snaps and maybe get 10 sacks, but play for one of the worst organizations, again, in all the sports, in, in all the land versus being maybe uh, a, a limited piece on a contending or championship type team? Because to me, that's what I would choose, but I'm not Ryan Kerrigan. What would you choose? I mean, you know, it's it's the age old question. I remember I've, I've asked several draft prospects, you know, similar questions. I've kind of gotten away from it because you always get the same answer of, you know, would you rather be a key member on a losing team or a, a bench player on a winning team? And they always say, well, I could be a key member on a winning team, so why would I have to choose either? And you're like, yeah, good good answer, got you. Um, <laughs> So it's it's interesting when you hear a player actually come out and say, "I'd rather start than win." Like that's that's kind of the antithesis of of what this is supposed to be about in in team sports, especially when you're talking about football. Well, let me let, let me clarify yeah, if you absolutely. don't mind for one second. He didn't say I'd rather start yeah. than win, but he 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 would never say, "Hey, I'm looking to be." Um, you know, wherever I go next, I've got to compete, be able to compete for a champion. I, he made it clear, like his number one priority was getting a starting job back. So, yeah, I, so I just to be clear on that. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. You know what I mean? And, and I, I have to agree with you in a sense that as you're getting later in your career, you would, you would just imagine, I mean, you, you come into this thing every season for one purpose and that purpose is to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've never done it, or if you've never even gotten close to it, then you imagine that's what you're going to go out looking for. But then, I mean, you look at J.J. Watt, though, too. I mean, J.J. Watt got his, you know, got his free release from Houston. He, you know, there was no strings attached, no trade, no draft capital needed to, to exchange hands, and he could go literally sign with all 31 other NFL teams in the league, and he chose to sign with the team that honestly looks like it's third at best in their division entering the 20, 2021 season. That's depending on what the San Francisco 49ers do uh, moving forward as well. So, I mean, you know, I guess you never kind of know what these guys are, are thinking or whatever, but for me – you know, if I'm in Ryan Kerrigan's shoe, shoes, I'm calling the Buccaneers and see if they want a vet minimum slot, you know what I mean, to, to be a role player. I'm calling the Green Bay Packers, you know, see if they want a, a different type of J.J. Watt type of player, you know what I mean? Uh, that would be my motivation. Yeah, going to Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, Ryan's probably going to start. I mean, they signed Trey Hendrickson as well. You can't imagine they're not going to draft an edge, edge rusher, but maybe they don't do that in the first round, so it's a developmental mm-hmm. guy. So, yeah, you're going to play, but, I mean, you're going to play on a – on what a four and twelve team, you know, maybe you know, maybe five and eleven. I, I can't imagine right. you're happy. And maybe Joe Burrow comes back and and, and he's electric again post yeah. ACL. But I mean, it's still hard. It's yeah. still hard to see them right win more than I don't know six games max. 
in that division, right? Six, seven games at the most is what I, I mean. I, I, I got to be honest. Absolutely. Don't quite get this one. I, I really thought Ryan, you know, would, would maybe try and find himself a spot in Indianapolis where he's from. He's from, uh, you know, the state of Indiana, I should say, uh, or, or, or Tennessee uh, with Jim Hazlitt, who, who, you know, drafted him here, uh, who's coaching the linebackers there maybe, and they still need some pass rush help, even though they spent big money on Bud Dupree or uh, Green Bay with Joe Barry, who was the defensive coordinator here uh, when Ryan was still in his prime. Really surprising. All right, let's get to another quick note here before we run out of time. Fabian Moreau, we touched on him, I think, on the previous episode. We said, hey, surprisingly, Washington's open to him returning. Well, that went by the wayside. He signed a deal with the Atlanta Falcons. And, of course, Kyle Smith went from Washington to Atlanta. So there's kind of the connection there. No surprise here for me. What about for you? Yeah, not really a surprise. You know what I mean? It it seems like a move that kind of makes sense. I I know that with the talks that maybe he would come back, there was – I don't know if you would call it hope necessarily. You kind of wonder what the role would have been uh, and and just how impactful he really would have been, kind of like we were talking about with the usage and and everything else. So getting a fresh start, Mm -hmm. going to a team that needs some new blood in their defense – and you know maybe a spark he has the opportunity to come in there and be uh, a hero of sorts i mean if that defense gets better you know the first thing everybody does is they look at the new pieces and they say that that must be why it got better so you know he has the opportunity a one-year deal and if, if that defense gets better it doesn't have to be, be the best in the league but if they get better and he gets a lot of credit for that he can cash in on that with an inflated salary cap in the following season yeah no doubt about it don't forget guys we're scheduled to have Iowa wide receiver Brandon Smith, who's been killing it at his workouts and pro day uh, and could be certainly a fit here in Washington. He'll be on the next episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Absolutely. And speaking of the NFL draft, there are plenty of NFL draft prop bets getting set to launch. Just keep your eyes peeled at betonline.ag because they're going to have all those prop bets and they are the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on any sports action, whether it be the NFL draft, NBA, college basketball, hockey, baseball. Even if you want to look at awards, TV shows, reality TV, they've got you covered on all of it. They've got all the updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. There were even some presidential prop bets going down during the election season. Uh, so they really have you covered on all bases uh, when it comes to sports betting and just betting in general. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. When you do, you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On. That's all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus to that first deposit. Again, promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, are you ready for the NFL draft? Who is it? Well, actually, I'm not. I still have a long way to go on that. Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Travis Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you the latest positional rankings and analysis on the 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we welcome you back on the Locked On Washington football team podcast 
podcast along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. You can follow David uh, on Twitter at dharrison82, me at russellmania621, and the podcast at LockedWFTPod. Make sure you spread the love. And if you have a question, you can certainly get us that way. We will do our best to get it on the radio show. Also, check out David on the Locked on Bucks podcast with James Yarko and BucksNation.com. You can check me out Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 with Pete Medhurst on the Team 980, the Washington football team flagship station. All right, David. There's in addition to the David dance, David, in addition to the Dan Snyder stuff, Jason Wright has been doing a lot of talking team president about the name change. They're going to have a deadline for fan submission of April 5th at 1159 PM Eastern time. They say over 15,000 names uh, have been suggested, but Jason Wright is very careful to say, look, Washington football team is a possibility. They have not ruled anything out. And furthermore to on, on Wednesday in a conference, he said, quote if you all are on social media right now talking about oh hey they definitely are doing one of these generic city-based names that's not at all where we're at in the process at all we're not even at the stage where we are placing one name against another i guess my question to you is twofold one do you want washington football team to have any legitimate chance and two do you believe that they are still in a process where they are not even comparing names i think they may not officially be in the process of comparing names but i think it's kind of human nature like no matter who you are if you have any type of interest in this team whether it be a fan a media member somebody working for the organization uh, you know, you have anytime you see two names like Red Wolves and you see Washington football team as an option, you're comparing. Like it's just kind of who we are as human beings, I think. So, um, you know, from an official quote unquote standpoint, I believe them. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think there's really any reason to hide that per se. Uh, but as far as the team name is concerned, I'm kind of like you. Like I, I don't care what they call themselves as long as you know. I guess I don't really have any specific mm-hmm. criteria other than if they went with a military theme, like like we talked about yesterday's episode, if it was admirals and they were burgundy and gold, I would have a problem with right. that just as a military guy. But that's like the cliche of don't watch war movies with soldiers because we're just going to point out all the deficiencies. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, listen, I, I'm not surprised at all that Washington football team is still under consideration or still a part of the mix, even if it isn't realistically. Why would you devalue your current brand by saying Washington football team is dead on arrival? I mean, that makes really no sense to me uh, moving forward for Jason Wright. And he's already talked about how Washington football team is going to be the moniker uh, for this team for at least this upcoming season. So again, I don't know why anybody would expect him to devalue that name as a potential uh, long-term name. All right. As we mentioned, uh, we are always soliciting advice, opinions, Uh, you guys being a part of the show in whichever way you choose. And if you just like to listen, that's great too. We ask you to rate, subscribe, review, uh, spread the love, spread the word. If you like something, you don't like something. If you want us to do something, we are certainly uh, open. But you got um, uh, a a comment uh, recently, and um, I, I guess I'll just go ahead and read it. Uh, from uh, a little while ago, actually, uh, said, uh, you guys are rocking. This was just after we started. You guys are rocking it. Uh, my question is, is if you could run the team, what three moves and players would you get? 
Um, and, and let's answer that first. Now, this was before free agency. So my obvious answer is William Jackson III, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Curtis Samuel. How about you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, <laughs> I like Curtis Samuel. I still would have gone after, I, if I could pick, I still would have gone after Kenny Galladay. Um, I right. would have brought Galladay in. And I know that Adoree Jackson got released after they had agreed to terms with William Jackson. I would have also gone after Adoree Jackson. And then if I can make a move, I'm trading back in the, in the NFL draft. I think the Washington football team needs to, if they're not moving up for a quarterback and going kind of quote-unquote all in, which I really hope they don't do and I don't think they will, then I think that you move back, uh, move back maybe, you know, not not 10 spots, you know, but maybe five or six spots, net yourself another mid-round draft pick and add more developmental talent to your roster uh, in a year where you are clearly building for something in the future. Yeah, I you, you like how I took the easy road there, right? I mean, I, I can go on record saying that you, you wanted all those moves to happen before they ever actually exactly. happened. So. Exactly. I mean, the, the one move that I would say that I wish that they had made uh, was an addition at free safety, because I still think that is the one thing that is really missing, you know, from this defense that could make it, you know, from really good yeah. To elite. And I know they have to stop the run more consistently, but if, 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 teams can't get behind you, you know, then it allows you to kind of play more aggressively. Now, again, we all have wants and desires and, and maybe they'll go out and get, uh, what is it? Richie Grant from central Florida oh, or somebody nice. like yeah. that, uh, in, um, in the draft. But, uh, that is the one move that I, I guess I would, I would say I'm somewhat disappointed that they haven't addressed, uh, already, but we appreciate, uh, the nice work. Also, he said, why does David do the bucks podcast? Mm -hmm. Uh, and why does he do the WFT podcast? Is he a fan? And thank you. Keep up the good work. So we should point out, right, you started doing the Bucks podcast. And when you moved to the Virginia area, uh, that's how we kind of, you know, came, uh, you know, uh, together here. And obviously we were we were doing separate podcasts. But when then we kind of came together when you were uh, locally, uh, centrally located, I should say, in, uh, in, in the Virginia area. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been I've been covering the Buccaneers for six years, going on seven. This season will be my seventh season covering the Buccaneers, and it's just it's been part of my my sports journalism you know journey so far. And then, uh, like you just said, you know, I retired out of the army, and we decided to settle in Virginia. I had some good family friends that live down here, and uh, they like the area. We we kind of trusted them in in a COVID retirement. You know, what I mean, it's kind of hard to house shop and and really judge areas. So we kind of just had to trust our instincts and go with it. So we moved to Virginia. Oh, uh, we like the area. Bought a house here. My wife wants to live here as long as, uh, you know, I mean, as for right as of right now, she wants to live here forever. You know what I mean? She she loves the area. She wants to stay in Virginia, and I want to continue my sports journey. And you know, I think the dream of any, any sports writer, sports journalist, is to uh, do this every day, do do the grind every single day, go to the practices, do the press conferences, do the games, do all that stuff. If I'm living in Virginia, it only makes sense that I cover a team. Uh, that is also close by. I love going to Tampa and, and I love covering the Bucks in house when I can and on the road. Um, but you know, I, if I'm going to live in Virginia, that just makes sense. So I'm not going to give up my Buccaneers coverage, but I can you know expand and branch out. And uh, so well, it was either Washington Football Team or Baltimore. And uh, I'll just be honest with you, the Washington Football Team is just more attractive to me. So I, I decided to go that route first, Chris. You and I connected. As far as my fandom is concerned, and I'll make this really quick because uh, I know we got to get out of here, but I will I will say this, and I tell Buccaneers fans this all the time too, so hopefully Washington Football Team fans, you can be as accepting of my stance as Buccaneers fans have been, and that will uh, is and always will be 
I'm a football fan before I'm in, uh, a fan of a specific team. My favorite football team of all time is the Frankfurt Galaxy, if, if that mm. sits with you. So that is the answer on my fandom. <laughs> wow. I, that is something I did not yeah. know, but that is an interesting uh, answer. I was not expecting the Frankfurt, Frankfurt Galaxy. Yeah. Can I say that my favorite team is uh, the Montreal Alouettes? Hey, there you go. But I, I will tell you this. Um, I'm a fan of good football. You know what I mean? Yes. So any team I cover, I want them to be successful. So that's the energy I bring to this show is I want Washington football team to be successful because I don't want to cover bad football teams. I don't want to cover a losing team. You know what I mean? I think it's a team on the rise. I don't yeah. know if oh, they're absolutely. a good football team yet, but they are a team that is certainly on the rise and there will be some hype around. Uh, let's put it that way as we draw closer and closer to training camp. Uh, and the regular season. All right, that's going to do it for us on this particular episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Please spread the word. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share the love and keep coming back for much, much more. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.